There are only four kinds of people in the world. Those who have been caregivers, those who are currently caregivers, those who will be caregivers, and those who will need a caregiver. Rosalind Carter We celebrate caregivers. We listen to and learn from caregivers. We champion the caregivers and offer wisdom and guidance in our new podcast, Care to Listen. We hope you will. Today's episode, Resilience, read by caregiver Ted Meyer. Hello, I'm Ted Meyer, and my wife and I are the parents of two adult children with disabilities. One of our children has uh, autism, and the other, and they both have intellectual and developmental disabilities. I live in Harrison City, Pennsylvania, and I thank you for spending a few minutes with me today. What word describes a 77-year-old father whose wife of 52 years died last year and left him to care for their two adult sons with intellectual disabilities? Or the mother who began to enjoy retirement with her husband, only to see him die shortly thereafter and then become a 24-7 caretaker of their son who has autism? What word describes these family caregivers? The word is not coping. Coping refers to times when we deal with everyday life responsibilities, problems, or difficulties. We cope with bumps in the road. Think about an unexpected snowfall and having to go to the grocery store tomorrow instead of today. That is coping. The word to describe those caregivers is also not adjusting. Adjusting refers to times when a person or family adapts to something. Think about some of the adjustments you have had to make because of the COVID pandemic. We all have probably had to adjust to stores cutting back their hours of operation. Now, families with people with lifelong disabilities and serious chronic medical issues do more than cope and adjust. We become resilient. Resilience describes how families adapt to stress and bounce back or stay afloat after experiencing an unforeseen event, such as the diagnosis of a disability or serious medical issue. Resilience involves integrating the meaning of having a family member with a disability or serious medical issue into the fabric of family life. It is a dynamic quality by which families focus on their strengths to face challenges and deal with stresses. So what helps a family, and especially the caregivers in the family, learn to face their challenges head-on, to not allow stress to take over, and to be resilient in the face of daily, never-ending caregiving? Resilient families say that support from other family members and paid caregivers is important to allow the primary caregivers to take breaks, gather strength, and take care of their own needs. Family caregivers tend to put the needs of others before themselves. Sometimes you are just too tired to do anything for yourself, but it is sometimes the little things that will get you through another day, like taking a hot bath, sitting outside in the sun, especially in a city like Pittsburgh, sitting with a cup of hot tea and a book or magazine, or having a phone conversation with someone who shares your work. In fact, many family caregivers say that they gather strength from the support of other families who are experiencing the same issues that they are. Some caregivers join a formal support group. Others gather information and support as a member of a Facebook group. Many family caregivers of folks with disabilities become lifelong friends with one other person or a small group of people. Not only do they share information, they also share their worries and fears and they help one another through the hospitalizations of their family members, divorces, career changes, or the death of a spouse. 
For many, they are closer to other family caregivers than their biological family members. The tie that binds them is being a family caregiver and the resilient spirit that they share with one another. In fact, for not for your family member who has a disability, you would never have met some of these most remarkable, caring, amazing families you have met. When you have a family member with a disability, you tend to rely on other family caregivers for information and support, and many times a shoulder to cry on because they truly understand your life. And all of this natural support helps families to be resilient and to survive the next hurdle that is sure to come. Resilient families also say that it's important to find a different meaning to their lives after a family member is diagnosed with a disability. Emily Pearl Kingsley, the mother of a young man with Down syndrome, wrote what has now become a classic poem entitled, Welcome to Holland. She wrote, I am often asked to describe the experience of raising a child with a disability, to try to help people who have not shared that unique experience to understand it, to imagine how it would feel. It's like this. When you're going to have a baby, it's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy. You buy a bunch of guidebooks and make your wonderful plans. The Colosseum, the Michelangelo David, the gondolas in Venice. You may learn some handy phrases in Italian. It's all very exciting. After months of eager anticipation, the day finally arrives. You pack your bags and off you go. Several hours later, the plane lands. The stewardess comes in and says, welcome to Holland. Holland, you say. What do you mean, Holland? I signed up for Italy. I'm supposed to be in Italy. All my life, I've dreamed of going to Italy. But there's been a change in the flight plan. They've landed in Holland, and there you must stay. It's just a different place. So you must go out and buy new guidebooks. You must learn a whole new language, and you will meet a whole new group of people you would never have met. It's just a different place. It's slower paced than Italy, less flashy than Italy. But after you've been there for a while, and you catch your breath, you look around, and you begin to notice that Holland has windmills. And Holland has tulips. Holland even has Rembrandts. But everyone you know is busy coming and going from Italy. And they're all bragging about what a wonderful time they had there. And for the rest of your life, you will say, yes, that's where I was supposed to go. That's what I had planned. And the pain of that will never, ever, ever, ever go away. Because the loss of that dream is a very, very significant loss. But If you spend your life mourning the fact that you didn't get to Italy, you may never be free to enjoy the very special, the very lovely things about Holland. Remember, families of people with disabilities tend to be some of the most resilient families on the planet. And we just don't survive. We thrive. Thank you for joining Care to Listen. Care to Listen was written by Sally Jo Snyder. Each episode is narrated by a unique caregiver. Developed resources reported in this podcast are supported by the National Library of Medicine, National Institutes of Health, under Cooperative Agreement Number UG4LM012342, with the University of Pittsburgh Health Sciences Library System. The content is solely the responsibility of the authors and does not necessarily represent the official views of the National Institute of Health.